I don't have an intro thing this time, so here's the theme song. Hello and welcome to Double Issue. My name is Quentin and with me today is me, Daniel. And this is a show where we create a superhero universe together through short stories and world building, brainstorming type stuff. This is part five of villains. If you haven't listened to the first four parts, go listen to those. If you haven't listened to any episodes, go listen to part one and two and three and four villains. We're kind of doing a recap as we go. Yeah, we thought this would go a lot faster, but it's taken a little longer to get through everybody. We got a lot of characters. Yeah, we do. And we got quite a few more to get through now. So now we're on to the Citadel episode, which so we still have some teams to reveal that we have already created. We're just waiting for a time for us to record one for that. But we've definitely all created our heroes because it's been quite a while since... That episode where we said we were going to come back and create heroes for a part two of the Citadel. Yeah. But we've all, we've definitely all created our heroes yet, but we don't want to, we don't want to reveal them here because yeah. we, need, we need to work out some time to record with Josh. Do we want to wait and do those teams then? Well, yeah, yeah. We could do bad guys for all those teams and everything then. Okay. But we did already create some heroes in the Citadel. One of them being Laser Force. Everyone has laser powers, right? It's like laser size, laser size, laser size. Or three of the members. (laughs) Here we go. We got laser size. It changes their size and runs fast. Their size is based on their speed or something. I don't know. Uh, Laser sides. Like the side, not the front. I don't remember what they're about. Laser size. Like sigh in the air. Just like... That one just creates some like smoke slash fog in the air. And that's so, that's really, their power is really theatrical so that you can really see all the lasers of the rest of the team. There's laser scythes, which is like the farming instrument. And they have a laser scythe, maybe a couple since it's plural. And laser seismic, which is lasers and earthquakes or something. Yeah. But that's the Citadel Laser Force. So. Mirror. I was going to say, <laughs> mirror based? Oh, what did you say? Mirror based? Oh, I thought you said Disco mirror ball? face. And I thought that oh, was pretty face. good. I mean, mirror face sounds pretty good all on its own. Yeah. Disco ball is pretty good too. Maybe they disco as well. Like, that's kind of their thing. Disco baller. Reflection. Reflexor. Yeah. Just right back at you type powers, I guess. Oops. A lot of these teams, their main thing is just fighting kaiju as well. Oh, yeah. Another group we had here was Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, I think if it's the one I'm thinking of, it's a group where it's like one character gets really big, like transforms into a really big, strong character, and the other has like sniper powers. Oh, I thought they had smart powers. Uh, I think we joked about them having different gimmicks. Yeah. Like they were, I guess, smart and sniper or strong and sniper or whatever they were they kept going through different gimmicks for their team one was Jekyll and Hyde 
Was one of them Fraser based or am I imagining that? I do remember a Fraser based team. Fraser and Niles? I I think that was a separate team though. I think they were just their own. Okay. Which I feel like would have to be called Toss Salad and Scrambled Eggs. <laughs> one will toss you salad, one will scramble your egg. So not a villain. I've been sitting on this one for a while. I still hadn't figured out, but I had concept for for a while. It is a trio of snipers. Oh. I don't know if I necessarily want to use them here because I don't know if they're even a good or bad person yet. I think they might be for hire. But a trio of snipers called the Trifectaria or Trifectoria. That's pretty cool. What do they do? They snipe. Okay. They might be Parrobot. I don't know. I haven't fully figured them out yet. I'm wait- I've been waiting to deploy them. That makes me think of the villains from Trigon mm. that were like all mercenaries. Yeah, except this one is three of the sniper guy with the mile-long barrel. <laughs> but yeah, maybe they're all part of like a sniper's union. Okay. And Hyde wasn't paying their dues, and so the sniper union comes to get them down. And maybe Trifectaria or Trifectoria is a part of that, so they have to fight them. That's pretty good. I like the idea of a sniper's union. Yeah. I had one idea, and their power is just bombs and their bomb ass. And they they meant it like that was a bomb ass explosion. But everyone else is just no, you shouldn't make that your name. <laughs> okay. If Toss Salad and the Scrambled Egg is is a separate hero, which I'm not entirely convinced of. I think okay. maybe Jekyll and Hyde went on a Fraser watching binge and then had that as their costume for a while. But a villain for them could be Beast from X Men the last stand that their full regular name yeah beast from x-men the last stand Stand. is their name eddie no that's what i thought was eddie the dog man he keeps getting up on the good furniture keeps chewing up the nice loafers i was just kelsey grammar oh (laughs) oh just kelsey grammar and blue blue beast me makeup I had a different beast actor in my head, and so I was like, okay, that seems fine. Let me see who I was thinking of. I was thinking of Nicholas Holt. He played the beast in first class, and so I'd completely forgotten that Kelsey Grammer was beast later. Earlier. Wow, yeah. Oh, he also played the guy um, for Mad Max. Kelsey Grammer? No, Nicholas Holt. (laughs) Kelsey Uh, Grammer had like a sketch comedy show at one point, and I liked it. I don't know if it stands up. Kelsey Grammer's sketch show was called The Sketch Show. Oh. Wait, no. Kelsey Grammer presents The Sketch Show. (laughs) Grammer only appeared in short opening and closing segments in each episode. So it really did present. Kelsey Grammer presents The Sketch Show. So it was like a vehicle for a bunch of comedians, which they beefed up by saying Kelsey Grammer. Many sketches from the British version were recreated. A famous sketch on the American version had Grammer waking up from a nightmare, which he describes as, I dreamt the Frasier was over and I was on this sketch show. I thought it had more Kelsey Grammer than it did, but I guess... Well, here's a clip for you. And the first couple of seconds of Kelsey Grammer is a little funny, but mostly very unsettling. Okay. They make me think of Monty Python short sketches. <laughs> they remind me of like joke book type jokes. Yeah. Of just like like short one-liners, but as a sketch. 
All right. Next up, we've got the Sizzler. I don't remember what they did. Are they like the Western Sizzler? Oh, yeah. I think that was a joke. I think that was a joke character. Well, maybe they get into a lot of fights with the Golden Boys from the Corral. Mm-hmm. Sounds as dumb as Sizzler. Sizzler? <laughs> Sizzler v. Golden Boys. Yeah, at the end of the Citadel episode, we were kind of just throwing out names for teams and not necessarily what they did. Yeah. So we've got Microwave and Macrowave. Yeah. I don't know. What can they do? One can shrink and one can grow? I mean, it sounds good. Okay. What if then they fight someone that... Particle Man. <laughs> well, what can Particle Man, Particle Man do? Well, when he's underwater, does he get wet or does the water get him instead? Nobody knows. So, pointless speculation. Um, What about Microscope and Macroscope? <laughs> no. Because... <laughs> The microscope can see microwave when they're small. And macroscope can see macrowave when they're big? Or... Or maybe uh, macroscope macros their muscles. Okay. So they have they, they have technology. Their, their technology is one, like, an assistive power suit that can uh, punch as strong as macrowave gets. <laughs> and microscope has advanced targeting reticles scopes on their face and then they just have like normal laser guns okay so they can actually target microwave when they're small and aim very well i like that nailed it (laughs) got speed dial the speedster speedster that uh dials in their speed (laughs) so i got an idea what if we bring back the name we put on hold earlier oh yeah an eon can slow things or speed things up remotely but speed dial can dial in a new speed and sort of counteract it so eon is a really long time yeah part of what i want eon to be able to do is have like eon gates where you can pull someone into a dimension where in a second they have a really long time kind of like the hyperbolic time chamber okay yeah and see, I was thinking, like, they could just, like, super age something really quick. Yeah. I also see them dressing like a 1980s barbarian villain. Just, like, over the top. Describe a little more of that. They wear, like, robes, maybe? And, like, a weird hat helm kind of thing? Maybe they kind of look like a like an evil wizard, almost. A time wizard that commits time crimes. So what if they got, like, really long hair and a bunch of leaves and a beard? There you go. And they just open their eyes and they say, it's been an eon. <laughs> and that's how they get it reintroduced every time. It's just the first page of whenever eon is introduced in the comic. It's like a forest and you see a stream and the leaves have fallen because it's fall. There's reds and yellows and browns. And going through, you see a deer gallop through the forest. And you see a hunter and they're out hunting that deer. And then they step, and they're like, whoa, what's that? It doesn't sound like I tripped over this pile of leaves. And then you see that revealed in their trip, some leaves were scraped off of a man's face. And then the eyes open, and he goes, it's been an eon. But then later, uh, in another comic, perhaps, some people are on the moon, and they're doing moon things. They're fighting some aliens or something. And they go down into a crater, 
and like they've just been punched they fly across the moon in that low gravity they're halfway across the move moon from the force of this alien punch they land into the side of a crater they like pull themselves out of the the person shaped impression they left on the surface they're pulling themselves out they walk down across the bottom of the crater to try to get out and they trip over a pile of moon dust and then revealed in the moon dust was a face and then the eyes open and it says it's been an eon <laughs> it's good perhaps a uh, Graham and Ichival are underwater and they're hunter hunting after Welber F guns all over they're tracking them they make camp for the night underwater they have smoked sausages underwater they put out their fire uh Ichival kicks a bit of sand onto the underwater fire because that's what happens to put a fire out underwater. You kick some sand over it to make sure all the embers are out. But some of the sand they kick away reveals a face and the eyes open. And it just says, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then the air bubbles make it to the surface and you see it's been an eon. Eon just shows up. <laughs> I think he's just always in the background of things. Eon just shows up wherever waking up after their previous exit. <laughs> and it's always been an Eon. Perhaps every every time they fight Eon, Eon slept for a whole loop of the universe. <laughs> oh. That's their thing. <laughs> Gross. Wherever they get knocked out, wherever they got knocked out, they the sands of time shift around them and they're in a new place waiting to be uncovered for the next awakening. <laughs> It's so gross. Perhaps there's an event called the Age of Eons where they wake up a whole lot of them at once. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fighting hundreds of eons all at the same time. Because if, if they're fully immortal and the, the, the loop of the universe is circular, there would be multiples eventually on each pass of eon. I mean, usually you just accidentally find one and fight them, but... yeah. But one for, eon went out and found all the others. For every spot of Earth, there's an eon just waiting to be uncovered somehow. Like, they're about to demolish a building. They do the sledgehammer through the drywall. They pull some of the drywall away, and there's just a face, and then the eyes open. And it goes, it's been an eon. <laughs> like, how did you get even get in the wall? Have they been collecting these eons as they find them in one location? Just Eon Warehouse. <laughs> Eon R Us. Okay, so that's Eon. <laughs> I like him. He's got a lot of potential. Yeah. I think last of all, we've got the Sensational Six. Woo! And that should bring us up to current. Basically. So he talked about glitz and glamour as a... Oh, I guess I should back up. Yeah. So the Sensational Six are six superheroes who live in a house together. And it's a reality TV show based thing uh i lost the word it's a reality but, tv show that follows superheroes in a house together and they're all themed after a different sense so you got touch for cup hands which cup hands is a character we've already described they break everything with a touch nostril uh well they crap what are their powers a uh, wind wind type powers they've got super super breath and super smell a large nose, a comically large nose, and when they breathe out, can affect like the wind speed around them. Kind of a sneeze is a really devastating thing from nostril. 
We've got Earlux, which is sort of a bionic man, but all the technology is in the ears. <laughs> They've got detachable ears. They've got ears that can do a whole bunch of different things. I think one of the things we talked about was a grappling hook ear. Yeah. Like, turn the head sideways and shoot an ear up towards the building, and then everyone can climb up onto Earlux, and it just pulls in, and it's probably painful for Earlux. They also have, like, swappable ears where yeah. they can swap them out for different situations or leave them on a table somewhere. Yeah, and they can leave an ear to eavesdrop. And Then we've got Licket, which is whip tongue. Yeah, she's like a lick a tongue. But uh, can use it as a weapon, has, like, amazing control with the tongue, can kind of, like, pick things up and use it as another another hand, almost. She does have empathic taste as well. Oh, yeah. She could taste what you're feeling. Yeah. You've got at the eye, which their sight is every camera in a certain radius. I didn't know if it was, like, just a certain radius or the world. I don't think it's the world. Okay. It, like, trails off. But they can see through any any camera around them, which is very powerful in a smartphone world. But they've got, like, their their sense of sight is that. So they probably also always have a phone on them out <laughs> so they can control a bit of their sight for blind spots and stuff. And then future sight, which I think we waffled a lot on future sight. Yeah, it's like they can see limited future out of one eye. Yeah, but I think we determined they can see the future out of... They can see a certain amount of time into the future. It's always a set amount of time into the future through one eye. And they wear an eye patch over that so they don't have to see it. Yeah. Because anytime they change something, it like messes with their vision out of that eye and causes a bunch of like migraine type stuff. So for the most part, they don't like to affect the future. They'd rather not know it so they don't affect it. But sometimes when they need to, they will they will lift that up and change it if things seem dire. They'll try to change the future into something more better. And that's the sensational six. We already came up with a villain for Cup Hands, which was um, the Toy Master General. And I think Glitz and Glamour might just be a general villain for the Sensational Six. Yeah. I do like it being, maybe it's, I don't know, it seems like an overwhelming of the senses is kind of a Glitz and Glamour. It's almost like there's that spell in D&D where it's like prestidigitation. Yeah, you can glamour someone. So maybe they just make a lot of light and sound. Yeah. I think they're fashion duo. It's just like flashy clothes and stuff. I mean, yeah. They gotta be like 80s glam rockers. Yeah. Over the top hair. What if one of their one of their ploys is to try to get all of the sensational six in new outfits, but new outfits that they've designed and they can activate at a certain time to overwhelm them <laughs> and win? They just deliver them to the house. As a charitable thing. Yeah. Or weasel in some other way. Yeah. Okay. So about nostril. Hmm. Professor Pepper. Well, that would just be bad for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> they just have a professional disagreement, but because her powers are so bad for everyone else, it's not good for anyone. Yeah. What about pungent? Uh, they just tell a lot of puns. Yeah. that They're unbearable in that way, but also they have a terrible odor. So... Nostril doesn't want to be around them for the odor, but they're always telling terrible puns that everyone else is just, I don't either. Like, I I can't even pick up the smell that makes you so disgusting to Nostril. It's too subtle, but I don't want to be around you. 
about earlucks then oh you didn't put down professor pepper oh shoot you could do both i was gonna say dr pepper but but then he would be a real pungent uh what about tangent for uh earlucks tangent yeah i just want to have a group of the gentlemen okay no. <laughs> earlucks. what about earworm did we did we do that one we had one in monsters that was like yeah, something like that that was like they made a song so catchy that it made its way into everyone's ear i was imagining just a giant worm with an ear for a face oh. i mean we i feel like we've done this before but what about discarded ears getting a life of their own <laughs> or what about a colony of worms discovering his thrown out ears and each worm has a power. <laughs> Most of them seem terrible, but a giant worm seems fine for the pun. I think there's like a worm for a mass of worms altogether. It's kind of gross. Just a mass of worms. What about the slither? Is it what we were just talking about, but a different name? Or... Yeah. Oh, okay. What if it's just... <laughs> just S sounds. Yeah. Which Earlux hates. <laughs> I also appreciate the fact that Earlux really isn't that good of a hero. Yeah. So having a somewhat real monster is a problem. Yeah. So for Lickit, what if we have someone that uses their hair as a whip? Oh. And it's just whip a it? <laughs> It's just a duel of the whips. It's good. I guess just hair whip is just a, a name. Oh. Yeah. I was trying to think of something fancier than that. What about like banger? It's a real yeah. banger of a song. I like that. They just toss their bangs at them. Yeah. They should be another pop star. Yeah, they can be of a rival band. Yeah. Their their former their former like what is what is Lickit? Lickit plays guitar and sings maybe. I think so. I think sings for sure. Because I, I do like the image of them shredding guitar with their tongue, playing hot licks. Yeah. But uh, maybe the their drummer started their own band just just like Phil Collins. Phil Collins of Genesis just went off solo. Banger used to be their drummer and went off solo. She used to play the drums with her hair. Yeah, the tendril of hair for each drum. <laughs> and however they bob their head, they play the ones they need to play. <laughs> That's so ugly. It's great. Drum solo. I'm also imagining a storyline where they, they have a mech controlled by a set of drums. Ooh. So they're just at top playing drums. Just wreaking havoc in a mech. It's like season two of The Tick. You mean season one, part two? Yeah. I need to watch any of that. So good. You need to. All right. At the eye. Is it too on the nose to do Beholder? Uh, that could be something. What about we could do Beholder for something? But what about at the fly? <laughs> a fly that is able to, a fly is able to go attack through it. blind spots. It can navigate throughout all the vision cones. Are they just a, a fly-sized person, or are they a real fly? I don't know. It's got to be person-based in some aspect if they're like a rival on social media, also having an at symbol. They're an influencer. Yeah. They they always tag the eye in photos. <laughs> yeah, what if, like an Ant-Man style, like shrink down, have a jetpack, and their goal is like tactical stealth, <laughs> <laughs> and their goal is just to get a photo, get a fop with at the eye every time it's it's less of a peril and more of an annoyance just like a fly but yeah if we want to do a more of a villain villain beholder i just like the idea of 
at the eye of the beholder. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what do you what do you think is it a, a beholder from D and D? No, it can't be. It can't be. <laughs> we'll definitely get sued. It is. Is it a Marlboro from Final Fantasy VII? Google it, man. Marlboro. Marlboro, Final Fantasy VII. Oh, gross. Or Malboro. Malboro. It's not a Marlboro. Malboro. Someone has photoshopped them onto a package of Marlboros, though. Yeah. Yep, I see that. I see that. Just a, an eye monster? Yeah, it's a beholder, basically. What if at the eye took an eye from this creature, and they're trying to get it back? Does eye, at the eye just collect eyes? Rare eyes? I don't know if they got their powers from one. Oh, from this creature? Yeah. Mm. They just, like, wired this into a cell phone and then Bluetooth the powers to themselves. <laughs> Something like that. Or they, just, they ate it. <laughs> An eye beast. That beast with many eyes. It has bad breath as an attack, by the way. Oh. In Final Fantasy. Okay. So, some sort of eye monster? Yeah. Stolen eye from them? Yeah, we can work out more details. Yeah, we can expand a little more on that. Okay. I had a thought for Future Sight. Emergent. It's somebody that they can't figure out what their next move is. Uh Uh-huh. Similar to uh, Yami and Yu-Gi-Oh switching off in their battle against Pegasus for the end of the Yu-Gi-Oh tournament on that island. There's also a Yu Yu Hakusho joke in there somewhere, but I I can't come up with it. Yu 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 Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. No. But uh, yeah, Yu Yu switched between his two personalities. One of them, one of them would put a card down, face down, and then switch before their mind could be read. And then the other one just had to like didn't know what that card was, so the Pegasus couldn't counter it with the eye. Oh. And then through the heart of the cards, they knew just when to activate it, I guess. Gross. Yeah, I mean, how do you how do you beat a mind reader? I mean... In a card game, at the very least. Gotta, you know, think really hard about the other cup with, like, your mind's eye or whatever. So one thing I have is Future Sight doesn't like using their Future Sight. Yeah. What if this is a person that makes them use the future sight, not one that circumvents their future sight? Oh, someone that forces them to? Yeah. I don't know exactly how, but... It, like, boosts their powers. Mm. Both eyes. Yeah. The both sides are... Uh, (laughs) Both sides are equally bad. When you can see the future out of both of them, yeah. yeah. So Emergent is just kind of erratic? Yeah. I guess they just don't keep things in their head too long or like don't stay on their timeline too long or something like yeah, that. Yeah, what if there's someone that's actually just doesn't show up on the future vision? Oh, they're just blank from it. Yeah, they just never show up. That that's not necessarily a villain. It could be used for villainous purposes, but that's more like a mystery. <laughs> yeah. That could be a good mastermind type villain. All the superhero like psychics just can't figure out when it's going to hit next. Yeah, and they can do stuff like, I've planted a bomb. If you don't find it, this place blows up. And they're like, all right, future sight, where do we find that bomb? Like, the bomb doesn't show up on any of my future scan. Like, to to my eye, this is a perfectly normal day. (laughs) So I guess they would have to put them in immediate peril. And also, they can't be seen. Could not be seen by their regular side either? They could be seen by their regular side. They can't be seen in their future. No, okay. They're like a a quantum thing. (laughs) Yeah. 
I don't know. Not quantum works. <laughs> Strings or something, man. Okay. I think we've done all the heroes. We'll probably have an addendum where we remember some heroes and say them later. Yeah. And we'll we'll get back about the two guys in a mech suit. Yeah, whatever that is. Do you want to do a sign-off, start a sign-off, and we can use this for however many episodes we have left? Yeah. Email us questions, comments, things we forgot, little bits, to doubleissueshowed at gmail.com. So you can you can follow me, Daniel, at Guare on Twitter. And I'm at Quentin Pongratz on Twitter. <laughs> we got website, doubleissue.show. We got Twitter, Double Issue Show. Facebook, WordPress, Discord, Instagram. Come join us online. You want to see eight minutes of the sketch show. I'm sorry, nine minutes of the sketch show. Kelsey Grammer, go check our Discord. We got the clip. Also, Return of Dimension. That that clip's in there. Um, We got art. The thumbnail art is by Lisa Prather. You can find her on Instagram at Lisa Prather or online in general at lisapratherart.com. Did I say her Instagram was Lisa Prather? It's at it's Lisa Prather Art. Our theme song is the Free Harmonics by Free Harmonic Orchestra, used and shortened under a Creative Commons license. Yeah, find it and other songs by Free Harmonic Orchestra on freemusicarchive.org. Next week is maybe more villains, but if this is the final villains episode, we'll be at you with uh, everyone's turns into drinks. <laughs> and then we'll see where we go from there. And say at some point we'll do Citadel. Oh yeah, World Build Two. Yeah, Part we two. just have to have more coordination on that one. The end forever. And we all lived happily ever Bye. after. Out. Hello, this is Future Quentin, I guess. And this episode was a bit short, so I went ahead and did the extra work. And I re-listened to the League of Elemental Animals. And without Daniel's approval, I created a supervillain for each of them. So I'm just going to run through those real quick. We got Boulder Shark. I came up with Excalculator. Sky Badger. Ariel. Which is like the Ariel up in the sky. Not to be confused with Little Mermaid Ariel. However... Their origin story is very similar. It's a kid that had ground legs and wished to have sky legs. Or, uh, below the torso, they're jet engines now. So, that one's pretty good. Firecat. One with Water Dog. They're an early hero, so I feel like they had a, a simpler time. Chaos Cat. The Waiter. They're here to take your order. It seems like they might also be chaos, but chaos plus chaos is anti-chaos. Dirt Dog. I went with Scrubbly the Bubble. Airwolf. I went with Air Fox. Water Bear's villain is the Masked Saber. Lightning Hawk. I went with Beetle King. Atomic Butterfly's villain is Mothra. It's not Mothra. It's the god Ra reincarnated as a moth, so they have, like, sun powers. If that is also what Mothra is, I don't know right offhand. My bad. We could change that one. Uranium Rhino. No, Uranium Rhino. But actually, their villain is Top Dog. I'm imagining a, a sort of businessman dog... A dog in a business suit, maybe? I don't know what they do, but 
magma mouse elephant maybe it's an elephant that they scared and the elephant uh fell off a cliff or something went to hell for their bad deeds and is back as kind of a demon type character um maybe imagine uh, like a ghost rider but they're an elephant i don't know clay mare their villain is the headless rider maybe like a play on uh the, the, the headless horseman maybe not i don't know maybe it's a thing maybe it's like a common rider but they're headless so here's the thing we keep calling it water spider in the episode the league of elemental animal episode we call them liquid spider so we need to correct ourselves but their villain is robert the sponge ether worm i thought a good villain would be tendril but we already used that uh we already used that uh villain on i believe wisp but uh i went with the witness imagine someone that when they're observing maybe observer is a better word a better name but when they're witnessing something that person doesn't have powers thought that was pretty cool heat hogs villain is firebrand volcano seahorse okay so their villain that i came up with is a duo vulcan otter which is just an otter decked out with tons of weaponry and uh horsey i don't know maybe the otter rides a horse calls it horsey um next is cheese penguin their villain is cracker jack the breaker of backs uh light zebra their villain is strobe next up we had glass shark i put their villain as ip thief dark panda their villain is muscle bound i'm imagining a wrestler but maybe maybe it's a a skinny like scrawny person inside of a a muscle suit that seems like it could be a thing next we had shadow piranha i picked the name ice scorn then we had rainbow bat this is maybe my favorite one the villain for rainbow bat is the sands of the eternal dune i don't know what that means but it sounded really cool cyber unicorns villain is flux percussion primate is the next one uh their villain is offbeat orangutan uh, shade t-rex their villain is stoplight next is quicksilver cow i went with lieutenant lasso and then uh the last elemental animal we came up with was heavenly snail and you know what their villain is hecatate that that big demon that wants to take a bite out of earth that is their villain that's who they face off against that seems pretty cool oh and one last thing at some point we referenced uh two low-level heroes in a mech suit was a phrase that was in one of our notes and we didn't know what it meant well i came up with a villain for that one i and their villain i don't know the name but it's two low-level mechs in a hero suit all right um they're gonna say some like a little short thing like i always do and that'll be the end did you know rl stein used to write joke books oh yeah jovial bob stein i was gonna make the joke did he kill it i learned that from goose buddies oh i listened to the first episode of that i thought you listened there's a bunch of podcasts that you recommend to me that i get into and then i find out you only listen to a two episodes of <laughs> and that's one of them yeah that's about right